Hey folks, Mason here. Um, coming in from this episode. Uh, it, you know, sorry for the kind of unannounced hiatus in the month of July, but uh, I had stuff going on. No, it's stuff going on, and sometimes you just don't feel like putting work in to make a podcast. Sorry. In any case, I'm back. We're back, uh, so to speak. This week, we are going to have just a little special episode. Uh, We'll be back on a regular schedule next week, August 13th. Very excited to record that episode. Um, But for this week, I wanted to give you a little treat. Uh, And that treat is, Noah came to visit me in Chicago in the middle of June, and we had a great time walking around the city of Chicago. Went to the zoo went to the bean uh there's going to be a little sort of audio interference in in that section and i apologize for that but what can you do Uh, and then there was even a time for a little surprise trip somewhere else uh and you'll hear all about that in this next section here in this next episode so hope you like it and uh thanks for listening for the folks at home. <laughs> okay, so Mason is uh, giving me a tour of his place, and uh, I'm looking at his room right now, and uh, he's got actually some cool art in here, I'm not going to lie, but I'm looking at, wait a minute, okay, so this is the bed, so the desk used to just be right there. This desk was, ju- was just placed in my room uh, last Thursday, I don't know, but this desk is new, I would just... You would use that? Yeah, I would use that. Why don't you explain what that is? Oh my god, okay, so it's just a floating piece of wood that has a bunch of shit on it, but that's not a desk, bro. That's no. nuts. So all of these books would just be piled up. <laughs> that's so fucking nuts. I hate that. Yeah, we're back here. Wow. And this is... And then you guys have an upstairs neighbor, right? We do. Um, we do, we do, but they're about to, um, about to knock on my house. Nice. So, there we go. And that's the, uh, yeah, it's a couple. Um, gonna start this first part. <laughs> Noah's in Chicago, baby. From the bleachers without much more than a promise. Yeah. yeah. The first feature film that we've ever seen together. This um, is true. Um, we've only watched shorts together. Well, that's why I really wanted to go to see a movie with my buddy Noe because I didn't know that I was going to, especially at the music box. Um, it's I would have seen In the Heights there, um, but it was also like the garden movie just seemed a little more appealing for you coming through. And it's also like, Seeing like kind of um, seeing a re-release of something, is yeah, exciting. Seeing a re-release of something, uh, and especially seeing a re-release of something at the music box. That's one of my favorite places to see re-releases. Every and stuff. list of like things to do in Chicago, best things to do in Chicago. You got to do any like one of those kind of lists. That Jerry, I out. you got to go to the music box. Basically, every single one was like, make sure you catch a flick at the music box, and I'm like, well, guess what? <laughs> I'm going there. With it is interesting that they. Uh, it's not that it's out of the way. It's pre- it's fairly accessible via transit, but the Siskel Center is, like, straight downtown um, on State and Link. I don't know if it's open yet, because Facets, I know, isn't open yet. I keep looking um, to see when it's going to open again. Oh, do you see the polar bear? No. What? That no. is, is dumb. That is dumb to me. Yeah, to me, that sucks. Yeah, to me, that is bad. 
Yeah, I'm thinking that sucks. Yeah, to me that is the worst thing I've ever heard in my whole life, <laughs> that the polar bear is not there. That's really true. That is, that is, uh, I am uh, unconscionable right now. Uh, but it is, it, it's just, the music box, the music box is the one theater in the city that I think was open even to some capacity, even though they were mostly doing this kind of um, virtual theater stuff. Just kind of want to get in the shade here. Dude, I want to see the polar bear. That's what I'm saying. You can't see a polar bear in your daily life. This is a great day to be a giraffe. Oh, every day is a great day to be a giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. When I was at the Omaha Zoo just by myself, yeah. it was just funny to walk up to an animal cage and just go, what's up? What's <laughs> up, dude? What's up? How are you? That's fun to do even with friends. Okay. Well, then maybe I'll keep doing it. I don't know. Up to me. Man, I was... Before you came here, I was nervous. Like, oh, man, is Noah going to get a Chicago summer storm? Is this going to be what <laughs> happens on this trip? But the weather, the day has been agreeable so far. Dude, it's been amazing. And it's supposed to be really nice. More or less. Is he out? Uh, he's pissed. Yeah, we're in the uh, Regenstein African Journey, which is one of the most humid places. It's probably... 365 the most humid place in the city of Chicago. <laughs> yeah, I mean, damn. Like, this is the new Jones show that we're doing right now. Oh, yo! Is there a monkey? Do you see a monkey? Uh, is there supposed to be a monkey? It says there's a guy right there. Oh, uh, I don't see a monkey. Unless he's rustling in the feathers in the, in the forest over there. No. It is balmy in yeah, here. I'm glad that I put on my anti perspirant. Yo. This is who we want to see. This big African. The West African dwarf crocodile. He is small, though, for real. Like, he's just lying on his stomach on some hot rocks. There's a guy in the water, too. <laughs> Do you want to be the guy in the rocks or the guy in the water? I want to be the guy in the water. Yeah, definitely. Dude, He's just absolutely around. just lying on your stomach, floating through. That's the life. It's like nothing against a hot rock though. A hot rock when it's appropriate, it's pretty nice. I don't know, man. I do not like hot rocks. I would not want to sit on a hot rock if I had the choice on any water. Especially as a crocodile, are you kidding me? We like can't sweat. Well, if you're a crocodile, you're cold blooded. You know, you got to keep the temperatures. Oh no, they closed off the cockroaches. <laughs> You're saying no on bugs? Oh, there he is. My man. You know that hippos are like one of the most like deadly animals for humans out in the wild? Yeah, they, uh, yeah, they're big, they're powerful. Um, I would. Uh, their swag is unlimited. I would hate to run into a. Uh, um, Dude, he's chilling. He's having a, he's having a good time. I do not want to cross his paths though, because he would just put his big old teeth into me, and thrash me around. Would not be fun. But hey, on the other side of glass, he's killing it. He is. You see the red? You see this red billed horn bill at all? I wonder if I know. I mean, I'm hearing that guy. Uh, I know it's the red billed horn bill. Shouldn't be so difficult to find. Oh, maybe that's maybe up there. Honestly, yeah. Oh, there's your there's your guy though. Yeah, my little clip springer. He's they're so cute, dude. But yeah, I think that is the guy, uh, the the red build guy up top. Hell yeah. Look at that guy. Yes, bro. What's up? Oh, here comes his friend. What's up? We're by the meerkats, folks. Got you. Noah's sniping some pictures of these meerkats. Dude, they're cute as hell. I love them. 
That was the region sign. Oh, and here's an observation deck to see. To see the guys. Yeah, to just, just to see, give, give our old friends a what's up. What's up? What's up? What's up? Oh, do you want to go to the birdhouse? Uh, yeah, I gotta finish my fear. <laughs> <laughs> gotta, gotta, gotta do some exposure to the birds. Yeah, I think it's uh, another. Let's mask up. McCormick birdhouse. Mosquito net. Look at that guy. What's your favorite design of a bird? Design of a bird? Because you don't, they all kind of have the same. There's like three basic bird shapes, I feel. It's like a flamingo. Yeah, you have tall legs, tall neck, or you kind of got like short legs and, you know, squat. Um, I like, like, I like the way robins look, honestly. Like, just like the yeah. kind of birds, you know? I, th I think these guys are pretty. These birds of paradise. Look at these guys. What do we got there? An ibis. Oh, look at those little ducks. Oh, dude, we're going to go past the duck pond. I'm so excited. In Mem I'm, I don't know if this episode will be out by the time. When you'll be I walking can. in Memphis. I'll be walking in Memphis, looking at the Joker, saying, suck my dick in Memphis. <laughs> um, but uh, what was I going to say? There's a hotel in Memphis where at like 11 or 12 o'clock they bring ducks out from an elevator and let them run around the lobby. Oh boy. And I'm definitely going to try and make that. This is the free flight habitat. This is where the birds are just... This is where I'm going to get attacked again. Ooh. Oh! You see that guy? <laughs> oh, he was audacious. He has a beautiful coat on him too. Yeah. The golden-breasted, the golden-breasted starling. Oh boy! That's what they called you in high school, right? That is what they called me in high school. Yeah. Because I had a big old, uh, I had a big old cape. Yeah, you also had a huge set of knockers. <laughs> yeah, these are some freaky birds. Yeah, birds are actually the closest thing we have to dinosaurs, Mason. I thought that was crocodiles or alligators or whatever. I think birds. I think that the oh, oh damn. you don't you don't like this. I think that the science. That's my favorite guy. That that uh, that the white one with the black like yeah. eyes. Because one of the one of the last times I was here before shutdown happened, he got really close, like like right there. And just, just, what do we call him? Uh, good question. I'm trying to figure that out. Uh, the I, the the Bali mina. Oh, he's a minor bird. Mina these nuts. Okay. Mina mina threat. <laughs> Mine of these nuts. Okay, that's okay. Mason? All right, that's the best. That's the best you're gonna do. Okay. That is what you get right now. And we're closing out on the scarlet ibis here. Look at that guy. Okay, these are beautiful birds to me. Oh, and these egrets too. This guy's cute as hell. Got him. Got him. Is that a flamingo? No. No. God, it, it really didn't make me laugh. At the Museum of Science and Industry, they had a cloning exhibit, and you would turn, they would have, like, FAQs, and you would turn to get the answer, and one of them was like, would your clone be the same age as you? And you flip it, and it just says no. <laughs> why, was, why is that, though? That doesn't make any sense. Wouldn't the clone be the same age? Because the clone would come out as a baby. Well, wouldn't you clone yourself, and you would be... If you cloned yourself, you would they would put your like DNA into a petri dish and then they would make a baby. They wouldn't make a tall like they wouldn't just like Xerox you. Is that how cloning works? Well maybe Maybe you needed to go to the Museum of Science and Industry. Yeah, maybe maybe it's it's a little on looking at the youth sports league. He actually pointed it out to me from the view of the zoo. He was like, we're about to cross a youth sports league. <laughs> he screamed it out for everyone at the zoo. This Even the a, animals stopped picking their asses to look a, at it. This is a really funny bit that you're doing right now. Uh, yeah, but what did you, bit, what'd you, what'd you think of Lincoln Park Zoo? Very cute. 
very, very nice. Yeah. It's not the biggest zoo in the world, but it is very compact. And actually, to be honest with you, I pretty much saw all the major groups of animals that I was wanting to see. So right, and definitely it's, gets a big thumbs up. Uh, and it's a free zoo as well. Which yes, is also that's a huge too. plus because usually zoos are like. 20, 30 bucks, sometimes more, depending on if you do the add-ons. So, especially in this part of town, you have a lot of these high-rises, but it is nice when there's these probably also very expensive... Um, like They're like of, brownstones. Yeah, brownstones, basically, um, that are buff, um, buffering it. Uh, but yeah, we were walking through Lincoln Park. Gonna try to get a freaking hot dog. Hey, can I get a freaking hot dog? Oh, you know what? Shit. We're going the wrong direction. <laughs> okay, Noe's having his first bite, and he is eating... He is eating the tomato. First bite of a Chicago dog. Okay, chef, how do you feel about how do you feel about the classic Chicago hot dog? That's really good shit. Yeah? That's really good shit. It's good. Not taking, not taking that tomato anymore, but <laughs> that is exactly what I to. wanted. Alright. Uh, this is my favorite thing about living in the city after spending so much time away. It's just getting a hankering for a hot dog and knowing that there's a couple places I can walk to that would satisfy my need. Where do you walk to normally? Uh, usually Victory Grove. Okay. It's in like an old, um, it's like kind of in a, it's an old rail car kind of place, you know? Nice. So it's big, and they also are a place that had everything. It's a walking distance from my place. They also have very good veggie dogs. Oh, hell yeah. Sometimes look at veggie dogs. But there's another place, which is up by the Logan Theater, uh, called Mr. E's. It's somewhat new. It's called Mr. E's Late Night or something. They also make a good hot dog. Um, this one is really good. Let me grab napkins real quick. Well, actually, do you have a bunch of napkins right there? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, sick. Going to have to get more. Um, but this is like... The texture, like how surprisingly soft a Chicago hot dog is, is one of my favorite things. Totally. You know, when you go to Milwaukee, they're going to be like massive. It's nuts. Like it was literally like. Yeah. I love that the Dodger dog, like the LA kind of specific hot dog, is just a long hot dog. <laughs> it is. It's, it's just a, it's a long ass dog. Nothing against it. We do just miss two buses, so that means they're moving pretty quickly, which is nice. Uh, no rush. Yeah, yeah. Um, next bus is coming in 21 minutes. All right. Okay. We'll be chill for that. Yeah. It might be that we get on the 22, go down to Clark and Division, which is a red line stop, and take it like four or five stops through the loop to Harrison to get to Grant Park, and then just like hang out there, and then make our way to Millennium Park, and then to the riverfront. And uh, that might be the main You can look up and see infinity. You can look up and see this. Yeah. I wish you Grant Park, where we are, and being particularly near Buckingham Fountain, is that you just kind of feel like kind of maybe swallowed is the wrong word, but kind of embraced by the city. You know what I'm saying? Like the big old sure. the um, the skyline behind you. Uh, I feel very safe and secure here, and we are on the. Um, kind of the banks of the of Lake Michigan here and it is um, a brilliant dark blue that goes on for miles and miles and off in the distance you just have the faintest like kind of mirage of of clouds yeah, they feel painted on they pa- they feel painted on they feel kind of like mountains like very uh it's very fantastic but now we are standing on Lakeshore Drive actually there is the field museum where you're oh, going to be on Wednesday that oh, is the yeah. field over there and in a, once we get on the river, you uh, water rather, uh, you'll be able to see um, the Shed Aquarium. Uh, yeah, not just not just freshwater animals in the Shed Aquarium, mind you. Uh, some uh, some some deep sea beasts. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, like me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just me right. in a swimsuit. You in a swimsuit, hog fully out. Yeah. Being going up against the tank to the kids, being like, "You can climb in here with me, and that's fun <laughs> for me because I." It is really fun for you to uh, do do this pedophile Mason character. That, I don't. I, I would not say pedophile Mason. What would you say, say Ephibophile? Uh, well, I'm not going to say that either. I would just say you're in, you're very friendly toward children these days. Which is, I don't know. That's not a bad thing. Like we were saying earlier, it's actually fun to watch kids, like, have fun now that people can go outside. It is, it is, it it's is. It's, like, genuinely a joy to watch them, like, in zoos or parks or, you know, baseball games or whatever. They're having such a good time, and it is, like, Dude, go, yeah. Have you had, uh, have you, like, the one baseball game I went to, I told you about this, we had a very good time with the parents that were in front of us. Did you, you told me earlier about the, your, the, the best friend you made at the Milwaukee Brewers Stadium. Yeah, so he was very nice, but he was very annoying, and I moved sections away after the second inning so that I could watch the game in peace, but, uh, I've seen all ends of human behavior since I've been on this trip. I've nice. seen people who have been very kind toward one another. I've seen people who probably worked, if not the entire pandemic, you know, parts of the pa- like the main parts of the pandemic through, who are still being very kind and courteous to people, you know, out in their jo- out in the world and out in their jobs. And yeah. I've also seen a lot of really loser behavior. There was a man that I was talking to in Milwaukee who literally called his kids lazy pieces of shit. And not in, like, a fun joking way, like in a... Like he actually thinks this about yes, his children. Yes, he actually well, thinks Well, who, who raised them, asshole? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, this dude sucked. He literally said the word joygasm to me, like, unironically. That's... Oh, man. Keep calm and chive on, man. <laughs> dude, he literally is one of, like, the... My, he probably is my least favorite kind of person of all time, to be honest with you. So, meeting a lot of really cool, interesting people on this trip. Sure. But I'm sure this episode will come out after we record uh, tomorrow. So, I'll give a, I'll give a more... Detailed. Detailed synopsis Fair. on that episode. There are, um, in some old taverns, or you can tell in some old buildings used to be taverns, that may be something else now, because they're, uh, on some buildings they have, like, the Schlitz glow, because the bar would get into an agreement with, like, the Schlitz company to only sell their beer or something like that, um, and, uh, you would know... Like, that was the Schlitz beer, like, the drivers or whatever would know to drop that stuff off there, because they would just see on the side of a building, the Schlitz glow. Oh, wow. It's pretty, like, just your, your standard kind of, just like a lager kind of beer. Nothing really to write home about, but it is a fun, uh, it's like a fun, I would get it in high school, or high school, what the fuck, I would get it in college, like, going to parties, because it's like, oh, I want to get the cheap beer that's not half <laughs> Exactly. Uh, just be a little brat about that. Grab a fucking... Wasn't there a whole... There was, like, an old SNL skit. Wasn't it Schlitz Gay? Wasn't that the Schmitz, thing? I think it's Schmitz Gay, yeah. What was That's that? one of my favorite SNL sketches, actually. It's so funny. Is that the one where they, like, the pool turns, like... They go, the pool goes, it's, like, ratty and empty, and then they, like, drink the beer, and then the pool gets all full. Do you have any idea what the fuck uh, No, I do know what you're talking about. They, like, uh... Yeah, it's it's Sandler, Spade, and Chris Farley, I think. It's definitely um, Sandler and, they sh- and Farley. Yeah, and they because sh- there's like gr- one of my favorite reaction gifts is Chris Farley pulling up the sunglasses. Yes, I love the one. It's just yeah, it's just those two guys. Uh, but it like they like show up at a um, what's it called? Like at a, a mansion or something. Like cool, and they go in the pool and the pool's all bust up and like. Man, this sucks. And then they open up like Schmidt's beer or like Schmidt's gay beer, and then like there's a bunch of like hunky guys show up on yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, if you want a light, refreshing beer and you're gay, try Schmidt's beer. I think that that's what that bit is. So weird. Okay, so tangent from that, but do you know the guy Martin Harley online? They do the videos. It's him and Ben Marshall. I think so. It's Are they like, like kind of skinnier guys? Yes. They definitely look like from a New York apartment. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Okay. Funny videos. Funny very videos. funny. So the guy with the glasses, Martin. Okay. You know who his dad is? Tim Harley. No who wrote shit. Billy Madison. Wow. And the Harley Boy skit. Gotcha. Yeah. So they're gonna get a Netflix show, no doubt about it. Uh. I mean, I shouldn't. You shouldn't be surprised when you hear that someone that like even even just like pops on Twitter to that or TikTok or whatever to that degree 
has like some kind of end. Absolutely. Has, like, or like at least that naturally funny. That at least has like a natural like kind of comic sense. Has like some sort of like other connection to that. It it always is somewhat surprising to me when I hear that though. Like oh. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Dude, I feel like everyone who has, like, success... Well, you went to Dodge. Did you, like, go to school with a decent amount of, like... So... Or Chapman, at least. Yeah, so at... I feel like when you're young in the entertainment industry, if you're finding major success, you have connections. Because that's yeah. just how it works. But uh, I went to school with Ted Sarandos' son. Boy, okay. Really nice guy. Truly sure, like a sure, very, sure. very nice guy. Uh, I went to school with Gary Getzman's nephew. Okay. Yep. I went to... Uh, my, middle, my freshman year... Oh, shit. Yes, dude. Yes. Uh, my freshman year roommate, one of them, was the kid from Night at the Museum. No shit. Okay. His girlfriend for a time was Okay. She was always in my room. She's so fucking annoying. That's why you didn't like that movie, is because That is it. You nailed it. That's it. Not that, that not that it sucks in other ways, but that's it. Uh, who else did I know? There were a million other kids, I'm sure, who had Connections. Oh, Peter Frampton's daughter went to Chapman. No shit. Not like in Dodge or anything. Like, her name's Mia Frampton. But yeah, definitely her, uh, her his daughter. Who else? Mia Frampton. I, I think if that is um, interesting. So I've been watching The Nick, and one of the main actors on The Nick is uh, Eve Houston, who's Bono's daughter. Say that again? It's Eve Houston, who's Bono's daughter. Oh, shit. She is very good on that show, actually, to the point where, like, I was looking her up on IMDb, and she's in that, um, that Netflix limited series called, like, Behind Her Eyes or something, uh, where she plays, like, the, a weird, jealous wife. It makes me interested to see her, what she's in. But her full name is, like, Memphis Eve Sunny Day Houston. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, I texted that to, uh, I was like, texting uh, with Colin, actually, and I'm like, Memphis, I'm like, I'm kind of glad that she went with Eve as her actor name. And we were both like, yeah, because if she went, like, down the rock path, like her father, Memphis Houston is the one you want to do. Memphis Houston is a great name. Eve Houston. And it's so cool that Bono just, uh, no one knows Bono is Paul Houston, so she can kind of like float under the radar. You know, totally. like a Bryce Dallas Howard or a uh, Rumor Willis or something. Is, is that Bruce Scott? Yeah, Scott? Rumor Willis, yeah. Sam then, Levinson. Damn, what a, what a, oh, Barry Levinson. Yeah. Oh, the, the auteur behind Malcolm and Marie. Dude, Jack Freiberger loved Malcolm and Marie. Curious. Loved. He was like, I do not understand the, the, not the, whatever, the, the shit that that movie got. And I was Curious. like, okay, I guess so. The Thomas Guitar. Uh, I haven't checked. I gotta actually, I gotta send the photos. Let's entertainment. I can't believe this fucking song is playing right now. That was gonna hit the We uh, the L Tavern, which is off of Belmont and Clark. Uh, is known and known in the city as the creepiest bar in America because there is a paper sign on the window that said the bar that Jeffrey Dahmer and John Wayne Gacy drank at. Okay. And it, you wouldn't, and despite that reputation, it does not have like kind of a tourist trap feel. It has even like even a more like kind of more than this, a more divey kind of vibe in this. I don't know if that's a, like a COVID thing or something. But it's like 250 PBRs, basically. And if you put $5 into their jukebox, you get 18 songs. <laughs> yeah, That's cash nice. only, of course, but it's also like... Yeah, why not? For, after, like, years of, like, going to... Uh, and I try to t- ex- talk to this, like, around, like, with friends that have only spent time in Chicago. Especially, like, with people that I know, like, through Colin, who went to, like, University of Nebraska. Yeah. And are much more of, like, a... Chicago's, like, their big city. Sure. They love it. It's beautiful. 
awful. But LA is such a absurd and strange place. If you're familiar with this and how um, inexpensive it is just to drink, yeah. Because the bar scene in LA, you're like, you're not really going out and seeing your friends. At least I wasn't. You're going like these fucking networking things. Yeah, exactly. With like a fourteen dollar cocktail. Yeah, hundred percent. And, and like a like a, like a glass building with like a. And you like have to wear a certain dress or a certain suit or else I just want to. I just want a cold one. Yeah, you know? dude, like exactly. come on, brother. <laughs> dude, I mean, listen. You know, I don't really drink at all. So it's like, so I've only been to bars and very like zoomed out senses, you know, like yeah. I'm not like there like getting sloshed you're more than You're more there for the vibe. Just Absolutely. Kind of I'm yeah. there for the vibe, I'm there for you're friends. Re- yeah, you're a reliable yeah. friend in case they need a sober person. Exactly. And so I, uh, ever, I have never, I never went to Tenants of the Trees. I never I went, ever went to that. That's like a, you have to look a certain way, you have to be dressed a certain way. Well, did you ever go to Clifton's Cafeteria? So I've never been specifically, but I know Sunny yes, works. Sunny there. works there, yeah. Um, I've never gone into the secret room where you have to be dressed a certain way to get in. I've yeah, it's only like a speakeasy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've only been on the first, the main kind of level where Sunny works, and then up the stairs. I don't know if it's like a rotating thing that they have, but it was kind of like a uh, like a jazz club. And at least when I went, they were a little more relaxed with the dress code because I think I was wearing like a sweater and. Uh, a sweater and boots and something uh, and they let me go in and it was also kind of late at night but they also had like the tiki section where if you weren't wearing a collared shirt at all it didn't even matter if it was like a Hawaiian shirt or anything right you just like go to the door and they'd be like sorry dress code it's I don't know it's, it feels counterintuitive to a bar to have a dress code. I just want to, yeah, exactly. Like I just, I just want something like this. We are in a, we are, we are in Rossi's Tavern, folks. Uh, <laughs> so fucked up that you've been recording this shit. Is that that is how you were introduced to me? Is just being a little stinker and hitting record. That's true. Well, yeah, dude, that's crazy to think that I used to drive from North Hollywood to K Town, park on. Oh, let's just be on a truly awful street. An awful on. street. One of the worst, yeah. Be, like, fuck, man. Uh, yeah, my window would just get... I would just come out of my, like, apartment, and my window would just be smashed. Like, because like on the traffic side, I'd be like, cool, I just got to put up with that now. My car was broken into, and my dirt, my gym bag full of dirty laundry was stolen. <laughs> dude, L.A. is... L.A. is bad. <laughs> but... It's crazy to think that I used to park on that shit, park on Crenshaw Boulevard. Yeah, Wilshire and Crenshaw. Uh, yeah, just dox Cousin Luke. We still <laughs> walk into, well, you're the one doxing Cousin Luke now. Uh, walk into your apartment. You would come get me. We would sit at one table. Yeah. Talking to one mic for maybe 45 minutes. Yeah. And then you would be like, okay, get out of my get out of my apartment. I'd be like, no problem. See ya. Yeah, uh, a hot a hot apartment too with no air conditioning, dude. Man, I wish that I could be. I wish I. Could I really was back. not respectful of your time back then. <laughs> time was like for you to get down there, dude. I wish that I could be a fly. Go back, go back in time and strangle me. No, I wish. Well, I would like to do that right now, but I would like. To, <laughs> I wish I could go back in time and be a fly on the wall for those first couple records. Well. You can basically do that by listening to the old episode. I know, but I want to be in the room. I want Cousin Luke to come in. I want your weird neighbor who was blasting, like, bass, like, heavy bass music. Like, yeah, blasting, like... It was, like, mariachi music or yeah, something. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, the people below me, that was, like, my alarm for a, period, for a decent amount of decent amount of time there. It was just, uh, get up when you hear the mariachi music. Not a bad alarm clock, honestly. No, not that bad. Not when you're trying to record a podcast, though. It's kind of bad. Or film a short film. <laughs> <laughs> or anything for or anything for Doug Bill. Uh, but thank you, sir. Um, yeah, man. Crazy. This is but cool. This though. is like yeah. I like I like this bar. This bar is really cool. I am really pleased with this. Do you ever it's just come down? Do you ever just come down? Here? I really don't. Um, to get there from. I don't think it would be too difficult because I could probably go down Milwaukee and get off like just over the river and walk over here, but it's also like there's so many other bars. Yeah. If, if I'm ever in this area, this is definitely going to be on my mind to bring people. 
Um, but I don't really have much occasion to be down here for anything, really. Oh, what time we got? I got 5.15. Okay, I'm going to piss real quick and then... Uh, I'm going to piss real quick and then check in with, with my uh, contact for Noe's surprise and we'll see what's up. specific bridge it was that the um, Dave Matthews band unloaded the latrine on their tour bus. Oh, that's right, dude. So we have gotten to the Mason Surprise part of the evening. Noah, do you want to tell what Mason Surprise is for the listeners, or do you want to wait until we're I'll up tell, and going? I'll tell them now. I'll tell them now. Yeah. So I was thinking about it all day. Mason told me that he might have a surprise for me. It wasn't confirmed until today, but he said, I'm, the surprise is on. We're going to go between 5 and 5.30 Central Time. And I was just thinking, okay, maybe it's a mutual friend of ours who we've had on the pod who lives in Chicago before. Maybe it's, like, something to do with, like, a fountain or water or, like, birds or an animal or something, and they do, like, a certain show at a certain time in the city. But it was neither of those things. Uh, we are standing currently literally at the base of the Marina Towers, which is on the cover of Yankee Hotel Foxtrot by Wilco, their 2000 and 2002 album? 2000, I believe so. It was that, produced over nine, 1999 to 2001, I think, and came out in 2002. So they're an 2002 album with Yankee Hotel Foxtrot with those famous Oh, we got to get to the State Street exits. All right, we're going to go to the State Street. Go for a little walk. But, but uh, we're, the blues. We're, staying, we're standing outside this building right now, and I'm going to get to go inside the Marina Towers, and I'm going to get to say I've been in there. So Mason really came through with a surprise. Thank you, Mason. You're welcome, Chef. All right, next time you hear from us, we will be inside the Marina Towers. smell like burning plastic like intense that's gross and i shook him awake and i said do you smell that and he's like not realizing and i opened the curtain to the hallway and he's like oh my god and we were just like got a blast like wow. have to get out holy yeah. shit yeah we left our leftovers we had tango sir that is that is no Is this really nice Argentinian place? I think we're gonna just keep it. So we went to um, Angry, Octopus, Angry Octopus, which is this hot dog joint on Dickens and Clark, which is in the building where the St. Valentine's Day massacre was. To my memory, from a tour I took, was where it was planned. If not, like where the guys hung out before they like went up the street to shoot the other guys in the in the garage. Um, but he had his first Chicago hot dog. Uh, doesn't like tomato, but he was a good sport and took one bite out of the tomato. Really? It's too much. It's like a salad. Okay, well, here's what, here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. I don't like the tomato, like Mason said. Took the bite with the tomato for, you know, for the, for the experience. For the gram. For the gram, for the vine. I did it for the vine. It was great. I loved the Chicago hot dog. I loved the pickle. I loved the celery salt. It was great. For me, it's great. But... It, it's not like the the primo like deep dish Chicago pizza experience, but when I was in college, I got an awful lot of D'Agostino's pizza, and so that's probably where we're gonna go. Yes, very good. And you were like right down the street from there, so yeah, yeah, really, really good. We were 
I was, so oh my god, I was telling, uh, walked past it, my, one of my funnier D'Agostino stories, probably my funniest D'Agostino story is, um, Valentine's Day 2016, I had just, uh, uh, a relationship, I was in a relationship that ended, and I was like, I went home to the suburbs just to, like, kind of decompress, hang out with my parents, and then I came back, uh, and, like, that night, it was, like, maybe, it was, like, Valentine's Day weekend, like I said, so it was, like, kind of maybe that Sunday night or something, I'm like, all I really want to do, because I'm still sad, is just get a big beer, get a big pizza, and finish Better Call Saul the first season on Netflix. That show scares me. I can't Better Call do... Saul specifically? Yeah, isn't that the one, like, I don't know, I think I watched the first episode, and is, does it have anything to do with, like, murdering and stuff? Um... Well, it's a spin-off of it's a spin-off of better of Breaking Bad. Okay. Breaking Bad's got more. Breaking Bad's a little more intense, yeah. Yeah. Better Call Saul's a little more like kind of simmering noir. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, make sure you get in this space. But yeah, there's not that much more in Better Call Saul. I don't think so. Not to my memory. Not, not definitely not more than Breaking Bad. And to my memory, I can't think of the pilot. But anyways, it was Valentine's Day weekend, and I got a big pizza from D'Agostino's, and it came and it was in the shape of a heart, and I'm just like, you guys don't realize I'm eating this just for myself, right? <laughs> like, this is just, this is one voice, one heartbroken voice pizza, right? <laughs> that is brutal. But yeah. Is he back? Do they have both of those? Three. Holy yeah. shit. So we have that. Oh, sure. I half. see that it's kind of partitioned off from yeah. the yeah. other so folks. The other half we don't have. That's it our bedroom. It is covered spiders. Yeah, we don't go over there. Spiders have that Cool. I want to go over there. Oh, we were at the zoo earlier. Here's a question for you. Noah posed a very interesting question to me. Yes. Would you rather fall into a pit of snakes or a pit of spiders? There's no really, like, good There's no good answer. All I have to I say is no. Okay. So oh. Interesting. Okay, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's good rationale though, because for me it was like I hate the the creepy crawly feeling of a spider. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I wouldn't, I would, if there were so many of them to be in a pit, I wouldn't think to just stomp. I feel like if I was in a snake, they move kind of slowly, and I feel like if I'm just still enough, I might be able to move in a way where they couldn't crush like there's me. there's more reasoning with a snake than there is a spider. There is, yeah. You, you can see a snake. <laughs> that's it, dude. That's it. You gotta be thinking about Just get him in a little knot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spiders, I'm just gonna harvest the web and build them. Yeah. Dude, the spiders are not... The spiders are no good, man. You can't do the spiders. What about you? What would you do? Snakes or spiders? Snakes, because you hate spiders. I hate snakes, Just a snake. I would say a non-lethal snake. I'd say that it wouldn't uh, be able to bite you and you would die. Same with the spiders. Not poisonous spiders. Nothing's going to kill you. Oh, then I'd go with the snakes. And I'm terrified of snakes. What if it's not going to bite me and I'm not going to die? Well, it might bite you, but you won't die. (laughs) It might bite you. Okay, you're changing it. No, no, no. You're not going to die. You're not going to die. But you might get bitten. I can't control if the snake's going to bite you or not. But you won't die. No, Same no, with the spider. No, no. That's okay. Not really you know, I already answered. <laughs> oh, I just wouldn't fall in the pit. I yeah. wouldn't put myself in that position. <laughs> so you've, you've never been to the Nature Museum. Neither of you guys have been to the Nature Museum, have you? The Peggy Notabart. It's like the, no. just north, uh, like right across the street from the northmost tip of the, um, yeah, the zoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I went by it every day. Everyone. 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 Gotcha. when I was a child. Yeah. Did you grow up in Chicago? Uh, I was born here, and then we moved to Ohio when okay. I was younger, but, yeah. Nice. I was born in Cleveland. Okay, I was born in, uh, well, here, but I lived in Akron. Okay, my dad was born in Akron. Really? Yeah. My dad and my uncle were both born in Akron, but we, they moved to Portland, the suburbs of Portland, and I grew up in the suburbs of Portland, but I was born in Cleveland, so I do have a little bit of Midwest roots in me. Cool. Yeah. Cool. But not really. <laughs> but I, I just like to California. Yeah, that. you're a little, you're a little uh, rambling man. You get around. I know. It's <laughs> all over the place. Here in Chicago, though. at least until November 2022. Right. That's and when the lease is up on this. Yeah, it's a two-year lease. Mm. It's a two-year lease. Interesting. Yeah, we we fought for that two-year lease. We didn't fight for it. We asked for it nicely, and he was like, yeah. "Okay." But yeah, I'm sure they love that. Yeah. 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 
it's every unit in both towers are condos, so if someone owns or is selling, one, yeah, gotcha. so uh, the person who owns this one, like I said, just renovated March 2020, so we thought, you know, once the pandemic ends, they'd be angling to get back here, Right. so that's why we wanted to lock it down for two years. That and wanted to take advantage of the area up until, like, a few weeks ago, we really couldn't, like, go out and do things comfortably. Yeah, have you guys been to Rossi's yet? No. Oh, Rossi's. We just went in there. I, I've seen it, yeah. But I uh, cash been only. There. It's like right at the bakery street here. Like, it's on state and, state and something, it's right? It's like 412 State, yeah. Yeah. So, like, you see the, um, there's that kind of red brick building on the corner there of State, state and uh, Rick. I don't know what the cross street is. It's like right next door. Um, cash only. They have basically like a fridge <laughs> that you can get your beer from and just walk up. Um, Everyone's super cool there. Yeah, our fr- so our friend uh, Thomas in December of 2019 came through town because that was a big part of his 100 Gex tour. Like he would see 100 Gex. He would fly to different American cities for the in sole purpose yeah, of seeing 100 Gex. Yeah, he is kind of a, a little freak. Mason, <laughs> uh, what time should we leave if we want to get that pizza order? And I'm not trying to dine and dash here, but I am just curious what you think. Uh, yeah, I would say we could probably do another. We could listen to Run War on War right now. Can we do Heavy Metal Drummer? We, we can go through Heavy Metal Drummer and then get over to Our Stop. To Merch, Merch Mart. Okay, cool. Take a brown line. So we have taken today, our transit journey was we took the 76 Diversity bus straight across to get to the end of the line, which was the zoo. Very convenient. Jumped on the 22 to Clarkin Division. Took the red line down to Harrison, got off at Harrison, walked over to Buckingham, found Did a lot of walking today. Today was a huge walking day. Huge walking day. Nice. I'm gonna be doing. I'm gonna be up and down on the uh, the old bus and red line. I think tomorrow because I'm gonna go to the Sox game tomorrow. Nice. So that'll be really fun. And then I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and get we're recording in the like late morning. So we're gonna record. We're gonna get a bite to eat. I'm gonna drop Mason back off at his apartment, and then I'm gonna try and get to Art Institute aquarium and the field tomorrow i think okay. i it'll be a big day i think i'll be able to get to two probably not three of those so i'll probably just jump back but yeah not well it's gonna be walking in a more concentrated way but yeah man yeah. Chicago's a beautiful i mean you guys live in such a beautiful spot such a beautiful city this if, is one of the best places i've been on my trip so far that's good. If, if you're not afraid of well if you can get past the heights if you walk over to that side of the balcony you can see like the river and stuff yeah. too so we have like kind of all I'm going to trust you on it. You can yeah. see the river, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I believe that, you. I love that people have, like, I don't know if that was from the original thing or not. It was, the grass? The, yeah, the turf. It's all there. grandfathered in. You're not allowed to do that anymore. So gotcha, gotcha. I don't know why people would want to keep it, because it's so gross, ugly. But. Yeah, I could imagine, like, on a rainy day or something, you're going to yeah, get, like, a lot sucks. of weird mold uh, <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah. We have uh, a condos, condo owner association that is doing uh, stuff boy. like that. This is a nice rug you got on here, Max. And some good Thank furniture, you. too. It was Thanks. left here. From oh, there you go. Yeah. So this, this wicker furniture as well was the owner's. We just got this because there's storage underneath. Oh, nice. The best, the best furniture is free furniture at the end of the day. Yes. Yeah. I think all of our furniture is that out there except for, like, the cabinets and all that. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, it's taking the sounds. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> You guys like the Wilco album? Yeah. yeah. Yes. yes. I have it. Uh, I played it. I got it on vinyl not too long ago. I listened to it properly on the record player a few years yeah. ago. Very cool. These are cool buildings. I wonder. <laughs> yeah, this looks familiar. Yeah, exactly. I ordered it online too, so I, I wonder if the person like shipping it like maybe put two and two together when they saw the address, but I doubt it. Cause yeah. Pretty sure. Probably one of many orders that they were getting fulfilled that day. What's your favorite Wilco song? Or did we already ask? Right now, it's I Am Trying to Break Your Heart, which is the first track off this album. Okay. I, re- I forget the name. I really like She's a Jar off Summer's Teeth. Is, yeah. is it Summer's Teeth or Summer's Teeth? Summer Teeth. Yeah. All one word. Summer All Teeth. Uh, I really I like... I like the food. <laughs> I like the food to make you like the actors. Uh, I love Hate It Here off Sky... Is that off Sky Blue Sky? I think so. Uh, and I love I'm Always in Love, which is off yeah. Summer Teeth as well. That one's pretty good. It's a pretty 
unimpeachably good pop song I've always loved. I've really been taken by uh, Spider's Kids movie, speaking of spiders. I don't know that one, actually. Uh, that one's off of A Ghost is Born, I think. Okay, I don't know that. Um, but that has a really cool, just like, kind of build, and then it just goes into this, like, uh, it takes a, a hard turn into, like, just like this kind of rockier section, and to hear it, like, live, you like, kind of, I don't know, I think it's really cool. Oh, yeah. You should listen to the fucking song, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry, man, I'll listen to it, alright? Fuck. <laughs> What about you? What's what your you favorite Wilco song? You and I. Oh, that's a great song. That's a good song. That's yeah. a great song. Ruby, what do you got? Just, I like One Way, which is awesome. I don't know that one either. The album, which I'm not as familiar like a, with that, with nobody, that uh, era. Listens to that one. I like How to Fight Love too. Great, that's, that's a great, that's a great track. Too. We're actually, not to spoil or record tomorrow, but one of the albums we're going to talk about tomorrow is by a band called Golden Smog, which is a alt-country supergroup that sort of had a rotating roster of musicians and Jeff Tweedy was one of those musicians and you can absolutely hear which songs were Jeff Tweedy's and which songs were not Jeff yeah. Tweedy's on the album but like the whole album not to spoil it the whole album is awesome it's really a good album especially yeah. if you are a Jeff Tweedy Wilco fan it's also so the main guys in it were Jeff Tweedy at least on this first album which is called Down by the Mainstream it's Jeff Tweedy the guy the two guys from Soul Asylum and then the two guys from the Jayhawks and it just sounds like everyone sort of got their turn and like writing yeah. songs and like writing music. And so some songs sound a lot like Wilco songs, some songs sound a lot like Soul Asylum songs, some sound like Jayhawk songs. But they all have like that little bit of like country twang to it. It's awesome. Yes, yeah, that kind of spoils us recording tomorrow, but <laughs> well, hey, it's, we'll go more. In, we'll go more in depth. And this, whatever I'm doing with this, will come out after. And there's no guarantee that this is going <laughs> to be. Yeah, exactly. But. Um, Will you be able to hear? We'll see. <laughs> yeah, it might be absolutely yeah, something. This is a, this is actually a really good quality um, recorder. I've really been I've been playing around with it somewhat, uh, and I've been really pleased with what I've been able to pick up from just like putting it in my pocket and walking around, basically. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, but you're interested. A few days few days late on an impromptu Jeff Tweedy concert at the river. I heard, because wow. there was a guy, I don't know if you saw, there was a guy who would jump, starting, I think, the one-year anniversary of this, yeah. this week, yeah, he would jump he would jump into the lake every single day, regardless of conditions or whatever. What the hell? And so he like, passed the one- Several winter months. Yeah. Wow. And, and he passed the one-year mark, and Jeff, t- and it was like, he was doing it for, like, Save Our Stages or some, like, kind of music yeah. gotcha. nonprofit that was getting people through the, the pandemic, uh, and Jeff Tweedy showed up. That's cool. Uh, I'm actually seeing Wilco twice this uh, this year. I'm seeing them in August when they're at the Pritzker. And then I'm taking a trip up to Milwaukee to see them at Summerfest. Because, like, a ticket... We'll be at Summerfest. You're going to be at Summerfest? I don't know which days yet. I know the, whatever day Pixies are playing, I want to go. Oh, that's tight. That, who knows? But I definitely want to go see them at Pritzker. If you guys... That would be... Uh, I'll keep in touch with you guys, because that would be fun to run into um, but I'm very excited that I'm going to have a, a Hot Boy Wilco summer. Sorry <laughs> about my tickets for both. Uh, all right, so we're coming down to Ashes American Flags Ashes here. American, but we're coming up on Heavy Metal Drummer. That's what's <laughs> next, baby. You Actually, know it. so Colin and I uh, watched the documentary that was made about this, and it was really interesting to see that. Um, how? Tried to break your heart, right? Yes. See how one to see like. Because uh, I'm from the suburbs of Chicago, and I, you know, see just like coming in casually or whatever, just like how, like, been a, sort of around the city as it's like kind of changed, more buildings go up or whatever. And I love to see like stuff from like kind of turn of the millennium era Chicago stuff. The skyline wasn't as populated, and there's still like somewhat like kind of a, a different kind of vibe or whatever. Really cool for that. Also, really cool to see how much just like pain, <laughs> for like a better term, went into making. Yeah, yeah, it was a rough recording process. I yeah, they, they kicked out Jay Bennett. Yeah. <laughs> um, great documentary, though. Yeah, was, that album was, like, all or nothing for him, wasn't it? Like, yeah. Basically, yeah. It was, that was it. And it, they all thought it was going to flop. Like, they did not think it was going to be, like, their most highly regarded album. And then... I might be misremembering, too, but that album was 2001, right? Was I, was, I thought it was two. Or you... So I thought it came out in 2002, but... I think, I think they think were there's hesitation on putting top twin towers on the 
Yes. That was it. That was it, yeah. It really songs called, like, Ashes of American Flags. And, yeah. yeah. I think it was, I think a lot of the music is in, like, response, obviously, to, like, that kind of stuff, but you ever seen that list of, like, Clear Channel's, like, band 9-11 songs or whatever? Oh, that's after, awesome. After, like, 9-11, Clear Channel, which is, like, besides iHeartMedia, like, the biggest, like, radio media group in, like, the country, they, like, put out a list of, like, songs that were not allowed to be played on the radio, and it was either, most of them were for really stupid reasons, but, like, most of the reasons were, like, there's the word bang or crash or something in there, oh, and they wow. did not want people even coming close to associating it with 9-11. And it's just like, how dumb do you think we are? Like, it was like, we're pretty dumb. Yeah. And then there's uh, New York City House by the Strokes, which is pissing people off at the time. Yes, exactly. They basically said they're not that smart, and then, you know, they're the first response to it. It's kind of funny. It is. It's so silly that that list. Yeah, that 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 is even exists. The big, one of the big ones I remember that's really funny is uh, "I'm Going Down" by Bruce Springsteen. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Can't play it. People will be thinking about my. Then you will be thinking about those those towers that unfortunately went down. But they always say never forget. So how are we supposed to remember? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, now I just think of 9/11 when I hear that. <laughs> It's all the songs it's that like you didn't want. It's the effect where the, the opposite yeah. is all about by giving it attention. Yeah. What do you guys got planned for the rest of the day? I'm thinking brats. Let's yeah. go. Yo, hell yeah. I just yeah. had some, I just came from Milwaukee, so I just yeah. had some really good Are you going to grill those suckers, or? Oh, we can grill them if you want, or I can just cook them in with the onions and do some beer. Yes. Bad. I was going to say, you got you to gotta boil those suckers. We have a beer. spot of yeah, cows. Yeah, I love well. it. You're having a true Wisconsinite. We are. He literally loves Wisconsin so much. Dude, it's great. It is great. It's, great. it's awesome, dude. I'm going on Friday. It's that Friday off. So. Hell yeah, dude. I'm just going to go. She doesn't want to come because I just want to go try burgers in Wisconsin. With me. That's Are you driving up? Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I'm taking yeah. the Amtrak to Summer Fest. I can't wait. It's such a cheap ticket on Amtrak. Round trip is like $50. Like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. nuts. Yeah. We need to take advantage of having a train station that can take us to like Colorado or Minnesota. We gotta sit on ditch the, train. the car. Let's go. You're trying to ditch the car? I totally. Like ditch the car. There's no reason to have it here. I, nice. the car. I know. You do like that. But we pay two hundred and fifty dollars for parking here. So you got it, so yeah. All right. parking here is ballet because otherwise people would totally crash. I don't know if you guys saw the parking. Oh, yeah, the parking did look insane. It's, it's like, really tight and windy, and, I, yeah, I don't they know They don't let anybody do it. Do it. I wouldn't trust myself driving in there sometimes. They, it's yeah. pretty cool, though, because you see the ballet guys going up to get the cars, and it's literally, like, they're just on a rope that moves, and there's it's one not, little step, like step, and they put, they put one foot on. It's just hold, always going. And it just takes them up. That's pretty sick. Dude, yeah. that's wild. I could not do that job. That's, <laughs> that's freaking not, me that's out. Not a that's freaking me out just it's, to hear about it. It's 20 floors of parking, too. It's a 60-story building. The first 20 are all parking. Man, oh, sorry, man. The first 19. The 20th floor is, like, laundry. Well, enjoy those brats, you guys. That sounds yeah. really good. Thank, and again, thank you so much for letting me and Mason come up here. You this didn't is, know who I was at all. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, got a balcony. Wow. Thank you, guys. Yeah. So nice. Thank you so much. Where can I put it? D'Agostino is on the corner of Addison and Southport. This is a place that uh, Mason would get pizza from a lot when he was in college in early Chicago days. And it is where I brought Noah for his first slice of authentic, authentic style Chicago deep dish. Oh, excuse me. I've had two beers. Um, we did not get the first bite on Mike like we got the first bite of the Chicago hot dog. But I'm curious... Uh, Noah, what are your feelings on Chicago-style deep dish now that you've had it for the first time ever in your life? Well, Mason, thanks for asking. Um, my official stance is, like, it's not really pizza, you know? <laughs> it's more of, like, a lasagna that you eat with a knife. And fork. It's a casserole. It's more of, like, a casserole, you know? One of those shitty opinions out there. Uh, no, it was really good. This was uh, my first time ever having true deep dish pizza. I've been to, like, an old Chicago, like, chain restaurant before yeah, and had yeah, yeah. their deep dish pizza. But it's like P- 
pizza, you know, it doesn't feel like a bowl of crust with cheese and sauce, which yeah, is really yeah, yeah. what this pizza feels like. And I thought it was excellent. I thought the crust was excellent. The cheese was excellent. The sauce was not, like, remarkable to me in any way. But, like, I would come back here and eat more, to be honest with you. So I'm a fan. D'Agostino's is a really good spot for um, deep dish, at least in my opinion. I will say, though, uh, uh, we are about 25 minutes away from the end of our day here which will be a screening of the film Can't Hardly Wait at the Music Box Garden, which is just up the street from where we are. So, uh, yeah. (laughs) Coming out of the Music Box, the garden screening of Can't Hardly Wait. Uh, Thoughts first, Noah, on just the Music Box as a a building and as kind of a place to go in the city of Chicago. Dude, it's really nice. It is, uh, it's, I got to peek inside just now at the actual, like, main auditorium, and it's really beautiful. It's got, like, a old fan of the opera vibe, I would say, like, old, like, 1920s, like, grand auditorium vibe. Yeah. And the garden's really nice, too. I wasn't a huge fan of the chairs that we were sitting in. I thought they kind of had a bad back, but... Yeah, um, my ass is really, my ass is yelling at me right now. It's chafed as fuck. Um, <laughs> but that has nothing to do with the chairs. Um, but, uh, no, it was a really well done thing. They had little radios um, blaring the sound on each table so I could hear everything really well. Really good experience. I would love to come back and actually see a movie in the Grand Auditorium, but yeah, really nice experience. Uh, glad to hear it. We're going past, uh, this is El Tango Sur. Um, going past the Dairy Queen. We are walking up Southport, actually. A short walk to uh, my very first apartment in the city, which is on uh, Bell Plain in Southport, not to Docks, where I lived seven years ago. Eight years ago at this point. But you did. Uh, but I did, and who cares? It'll be a tourist attraction. <laughs> yeah, it'll be on like one of those like road-tripping sites, and it'll be like Mason McGuire's first city apartment or something. Uh, truly. Uh, but uh, we are going there uh, right now, and we'll be right back. Oh, you know. Oh, fuck. I might have fucked this up. We're, all, we're already... Bit. So it's that building with the... Do you see this kind of... Um, With the light up at top? Yeah. That, that was building. where you lived? And I was on the third floor. On the second... See, the, the second... 1417, the farther building on the third floor there. Love that for you. Um, let's walk back to the stop. Let's walk back to the stop. <laughs> let's try to get this bus. Um, I guess you're not really missing much by not seeing the outside. I can show you a picture of the outside of it. But you did see I at did least see the, the balcony. Yes. Yeah. And so... There's you, there's four dudes in there? Four dudes in a three-bedroom, and I was sharing. I did not have my own bedroom in a place until I moved in with Cousin Luke. Cousin Luke and I moved in together. And Uh, he slept in the frickin' kitchen. Yeah, so I didn't really have a... uh, I guess my place that I'm in currently now is the first time that I've lived in anywhere where everybody had their own (laughs) proper bed. Hell, it's a step. It's a step in the right direction, everybody having a proper bed and a proper bedroom. Uh, yeah, and after, I've had such a fun day today, <laughs> and I'm ready to get into my, into my bed. <laughs> into your PJs? <laughs> into my, into my PJs, and fuck, I just remember that I have all of my clean laundry on oh. top of my bed. <laughs> yeah, so that's just gonna be on my floor, or back in my hamper or something when we get back. Uh, but another very important Mason McGuire landmark, actually, as we're coming down Southport um, and on Irving Park here. Not only do we have the Southport, the Irving Park um, post office, but right next to it is one of my favorite eating establishments in the city. That is right. The Irving Park Burger King. Let's go. What's up? They just got a new chicken sandwich at Burger King, and I've heard it is not bad. Uh, it's a, I think that uh, not bad is kind of a pretty high watermark for... Yeah, they suck really bad. So for Burger King. Having it be not bad is huge for them. I mean, I'm a fan of things that are, that suck, but I just have an emotional attachment towards, like... <laughs> The, the bathroom. Oh, just the bathroom at Burger well, King? Well, no, just at Burger King in general. We would get it a lot as as a kid. Um, we would get it a lot as a kid, and I would also just come to this one because it was the closest fast food. It was the closest fast food place. Oh, yeah, it's like, what, a five-minute walk? Yeah, and so 
And so in a pinch, I would just be like... I guess we're doing fucking Burger King. Yeah, What's your like, main order? Uh, two double cheeseburgers, medium fry, and a medium drink. Alright, that's pretty, uh... You're not trying to get fancy with the spices at Burger King? No, you're really not. And, like, if you go in knowing what you want, you can get in and out pretty quickly. It's not like it's necessarily... I'd say satisfying, but if the choice... When I was depressed in college and the choice was between trying to get some food together in uh, even something easy like Easy Mac sure. or just walking out of my building and going to Burger King. And moping to the Burger and King. And moping to Burger King where at least I would be served. They're like, hey, how's it going? What do you... Oh, you? Yes, we're going to give you the two double cheeseburgers, yeah, medium exactly. fry, and medium drink. Exactly. That's your whole thing. For this bus, you've had a full ass day, dude. I when I was when I was sitting in the chair, like at the very beginning of the movie, I was like, ooh, ooh, my legs are hurting a little bit. We walked a lot today, Mason. We walked a lot today. We saw a lot. It is almost eleven o'clock at night. That's Chicago for you. That is fucking Chicago, baby. It is ten forty. In some ways, it feels that late, and in some ways, it doesn't feel that late. Uh, do you still want to record at 10.30? <laughs> we can figure that out. We can figure that out. We can figure that out tomorrow, because uh, I am out of coffee at my place. <laughs> I guess this is just going to have to... This is this is staying in the pod. This will be fun. Don't. don't no. put this in the fucking episode. <laughs> Edit this shit out. Um, folks, thank you for following us on this journey. Uh, we are very tired at the end of this day, but we will be back with you soon. And uh, I love you. Bye-bye. All right, folks. I just want to give a quick shout-out and thanks to Griffin and Carolyn, uh, who were the the kind folks at um, the Marina Tower who let us come in and say hello at their place and have a little quick drink of water or break before we went out at the end of our evening there. Um, they're very nice, they're very kind, they're very sweet, and I'm very happy that they uh, indulged us for a little, little surprise little trip up there. In any case, like I said, at the top of the episode, Noah and I will be back with regular episodes starting next week. tree in the description here uh, I can't wait to hear from y'all uh, tell someone you love them this week and we will see you soon bye bye